Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? What is shaking? What's going on? Uh, lots. We had an awesome Easter. Good. What'd you do? I uh, just hung out with family, friends, neighbors. Uh, it was beautiful, though. Here. What was your... What was your uh, you make something special for Easter, don't you? Nope. We had tacos. Oh. Ole. Homemade, uh, like, Didn't you made a fiesta for a, Easter? Like a corned beef or something? or No. Bangers and mash or something? Or was that some different thing? Maybe for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. But not for Easter. I felt like there was something. No, we had a fiesta. Uh, we made, yeah, chicken uh, tacos and fajitas. Very nice. Uh, we did not make our, no, we didn't make our own guac. Uh, we did make our own tortillas. So mm. they were fresh and delicious and warm. Very and nice. So good. Corn tortillas. Good. Yeah, it was a beautiful. Uh, it was a beautiful day. It's beautiful now in in Kentucky. It's it's the mornings aren't too cold. You know what I mean? Like two weeks ago, mornings were like twenty five. Yeah, this and is then like, it was seventy. It's like perfect California oh, coastal weather that they glorious. have all year. We get it for three to four weeks. Glorious. Good. <laughs> that was a weird. Sorry, squirrel. I Awkward just got a little sidetracked there. Uh, let's talk odds and ends. Today's show brought to you by Jewel Financial. J-O-U-L-E, jewelfinancial.com. Many of you out there, which is really neat to see, have taken us up on meeting uh, with us uh, virtually via Zoom. Whether you're new to the show or you've listened for years and you have a more specific question about your personal situation. We did this for a reason. We put on our website the ability to book a Zoom meeting directly with us. You can go on to Jewel Financial. And again, a lot of times we, we didn't realize this would transpire, but people are listening to the show and they're getting hopefully good information, but they're going, you know, what about this thing? I've got these unique options that I'm getting from my employer and I'm really not quite sure of the tax ramifications or... I'm, you know, moving jobs and I've got this 401k. Do I roll it over? This I got a friend, he wants me to buy insurance, you know, blah blah blah. So, this is an opportunity to visit us on the web. You can book a meeting, learn more about our firm, etc. And if, you know, there's a fit, great. If not, we'll at least point you in the right direction. So, the other thing I've got to bring up is we need questions. We need questions in the queue. Because we do three episodes a week now. We're doing three episodes, which I'm we're getting great responses. Hey, love the episodes. Thanks so much for doing three episodes. And I'm starting to file back with a with a or, uh, reply with a, you're welcome, send a question. Exactly. Because <laughs> we need content. So please do send us those questions. Podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And if we use it on the show, we'll send you a $25 gift card, Amazon gift card. You probably know by now questions are about a minute or under. So if you send us a four-minute dialogue, we're just not going to use it. we only do like 15 minutes for the show. So if you yeah. take a third of the show. And five of it is bro talk, which half the people hate. So 10 minutes half content. Half is generous. <laughs> There's like 5 to 10% of haters. 
There's not many. There's not many at all. Yeah. There's like uh, two guys who didn't like it, and they've moved on, I think. I tried the other day to go on. I was reading reviews again. I don't know how to write a review. Do you know how to write a review on iTunes? We need to learn how to do that. I don't know where it is. I used to be able to find it very simply, easily. We're showing our age. Ask our kids. But I don't know. No, my kids won't know how to do that. They're not. I think my kids are at the age gap. They don't yet really listen to uh, to podcasts. But if you know how to write a review, that would be helpful uh, to go onto iTunes and write a review. Give us a five star review. We need to learn how to do that. But I don't know how to do that. We somehow get reviews. We would love more of them because we're falling in the rankings. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we're still within the top ten, but we we were number one for a while. Numero uno. Ole. Okay. Share it with your friends. Facebook tribe is rocking. Cool. Join us uh, if you're still on Facebook. You can join the tribe. We get, uh, we've got almost 2,000 people part of that tribe now. We need to do something special for the tribe. We need to have a rite of passage, maybe a virtual seminar. I don't know. I'll figure something out. I'm impressed 2,000 people know how to log on to Facebook still. Oh, those numbers are booming. I, I think know. people are coming back around. You know how I know that? Students of mine. Mm-hmm. Students of mine who never were on Facebook three or four years later are now on Facebook. And you know why? They're communicating with their parents that way. Hmm. And their parents are on Facebook. I think Zuckerberg knew what he's doing. Once I'm back, you know it's the beginning of the end. Eh, I don't know. I don't see you coming back to the Facebook. I'm so unmotivated. I'm weaning away from social completely. It's it's. Uh, I find myself getting annoyed. I don't. You know, you people get people get on Facebook. They get jealous of other people. I just get annoyed. I'm like, that's dumb. Why are you doing that? Why are you posting that? It's dumb. All right. Oh, we got a question from Tess. We, we do got have a good a question. one. Tess, what do you got? DIY. Hi, DIY. I have a simple question. How do you find a good tax accountant? We went through a major chain and we've been doing so for the past few years because we figure that is the safer way to go. It turns out they messed up last year and we owe more money than expected this year for both last year and this year. Um, we've purchased insurance with that um so there's something there but it's not guaranteed that we'll have that coverage so now we're definitely looking for someone more professional to be able to help us here um but yeah any suggestions would be great thank you okay um i purposely didn't want to throw we've had this question in the queue for a while and i'm sure this person obviously they did this uh prior to filing taxes and they were like you know going through the process and I didn't want to get it out with a couple of weeks to go and then whatever. So now you've got a year. By the time this is you know, going to air, if you're listening to this and you're looking for a new tax accountant, you've got a year. I, I am a, I'm a firm believer. I'd be curious to Daniel's opinion on this. But I, I'm a firm believer in uh, sort of curating uh, you know, professionals that are, that, that are used by people similar to where you are in life. And I don't mean just age. I mean like your your entire disposition of maybe your profession, maybe if you're a business owner, if you are, you know, transient and you know you you have different different uh, you know, W2s from different states or whatever it may be. There's usually professionals who service your type of industry and 
it's not necessarily going to be the same people who your parents use. It's not going to be the same people who, you know, you know a friend of a friend who you ran into in church and, oh, my buddy does this. or I can't stand that. that, that those are just recipes for disaster. It's a matter of going to five respected people in your industry that you know uh, and say, who do you use and why? Why? How did you come upon this? And if you hear, oh, it's who my parents used and it's who my this, that, nope, move on, right? But find that individual. Now, personally speaking, I like to find professionals who are around the same or now I'm in my mid 40s, so I don't know your age, but I like to use someone who's around the same age because I don't want to deal with them retiring before me. Uh, so I like to find somebody who is, again, been in business maybe 20 years or so, but not 60. Uh, maybe this is age discrimination, but I'm, hey, I'm hiring the professional. So I don't think there's age discrimination when you're hiring an outsourced person, are you? Is there such a thing? Uh, you're doing it as an individual. So Yeah, so no. I mean, not legally, no, but. Anyways, I like to fi- I like to hire someone around my my similar age. But again, I think that's uh, that's key. I've had two CPAs in my life. Um, the first one was convenient, and I it was a great guy. Loved him, absolutely wonderful individual. Uh, was a professor of mine at the university. Was fantastic. As my business grew, we outgrew the relationship, and I had to find someone else who was. Uh, more in line with my business uh, projection, growth, what I was doing, et cetera. Uh, moved states. I mean, you know, different opportunities came our way, et cetera. That person had to be well versed in that, and and uh, then we went on the on the mission of finding that person, and did, and it's been uh, relatively wonderful uh, since then. Not always there's bumps in the road still, but um, I would put that through uh, with anything, whether it's an attorney, a CPA, a doctor. I mean, goodness. So that's how I do it. How would you do it, Daniel? Um, yeah, I would interview, obviously, a couple people. I think you make a really good point that if you go with convenience or cost over competence, you may not actually save in the long run. Um, so if you're just going to the place around the corner or if you're going with the cheapest option, that may not be the best for your particular situation. Now, if you're just doing a very, you know, if you have a very simple sort of situation, and you're just having somebody file it for you, then you might be able to just do that on your own via you know, the online offerings and stuff like that. But if you actually do need somebody to file your return for you then uh, and, and weed through sort of all the information you have, then you probably need some level of competence. So you probably need to actually talk to a person, uh, a person who's been around their practice at least for a little bit, and interview why they're a good fit to do your return. I mean, you're hiring them as a professional, so you need to understand and ask the important questions. Uh, you're hiring them to do a job, uh, to to be the tax professional for you know the your personal sort of business empire, and that business empire might just be you and you know the the kind of couple things you do on the side, or maybe you have a small business, whatever it is. But you're kind of inviting them into your team, so you need to make sure that they're a great fit. Uh, for your team, obviously. And even when you do that, I would say you don't get to um, you don't get to sort of shelf any competency in taxes yourself. Uh, so when uh, my taxes get done, and I know Quinn's the same way, like 
we sit down and review it. Uh, so, I mean, I'll still go line by line and understand how everything's flowing through. And if we have questions, we'll ask questions. Uh, so you have to, there's a kind of a term in management uh, and you're managing somebody, right? So it's, you have to inspect what you expect. If you expect this person to fill out your taxes, to do it all correctly, it's still your job to inspect that the job was well done, even though you're paying them to do that. Uh, so still understand what's going through. You're still legally, as you found out, you're still legally liable for the results of that. Uh, so really go through it. But yeah, I'd, I would, I guess I would say, you know, it's not about friendship. It's not about uh, the best deal. You know, it's about finding somebody who you've interviewed and, and they can do the job. And then you inspect and ensure that they're doing the job right. And if not, then it's a business decision and you move on to the next person who can do the job correctly. I would say in full disclosure, I'm not nearly going to be as detailed as Daniel in, what did you say? I liked it. Inspect what you expect. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. You know, I tend to believe I hire professionals to do a job. I need them to do the job. However, when something goes awry, I'm quick to move. I I just, I don't have a lot of, and I, I feel our business is very similar. If someone hires us in our business, I hope that they give us the uh, authority to do what we do best. And if we don't, I don't anticipate they'll stay with us very long but i'm not as good i i just i maybe need to be better well i certainly need to this year or the next couple of years as as uh, yeah but you look through them it's not like you just throw them on the shelf and go ah oh, those are job well done oh I mean, you, right you kind of glance well, you may not go through every single digit and decimal but i mean you're looking at through it well i come into your office and i go hey <laughs> can you help me look through these you usually have me look uh through. but i'm no i'm uh you know, and this is interesting, so it just speaks to different personalities, but right or wrong, I have always been one who I I will look to find a professional to do something, I'll allow them to do it. And sometimes that works out great, sometimes that does not. I mean, it, and I can cite different examples. I think a big thing, though, and we don't need to go down too rabbit hole, but when it doesn't when it backfires, and and you can analyze this yourself, how quickly are you moving past this challenge in your in your accounting situation right now? Is it a mere is it a mere inconvenience, or is this like keeping you up at night and driving you nuts? And the thought of this per previous accountant, you know, brings bile to your to your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, or are you just moving on? Uh, and I think there's a lot to be said for when you hit bumps in the road, how quickly can you move on? Make an adjustment and move on. Um, I've done that with contractors. I've done that with professionals. I've done that with doctors. You move on. So you know, how, however you do it. But I do like. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know what's up because whether it's the IRS or um, insurances, homeowners, you know, whatever. What's negligence that doesn't fly? Right, saying I just didn't know that doesn't yeah, work. Ignorance, ignorance. Yeah, the ignorance, negligence doesn't doesn't work. So. Hopefully you found some value in that, Tess, and uh, I know maybe uh, you had a better experience this tax season. I certainly hope you did. If not, you can uh, search again and look for a new one next year. So thank you so much for that question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. And remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.